This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. It is Victory Monday here at the Star as the Cowboys went up to New York and beat the Giants to sweep them 2-0 on the season. But most importantly, it is our co-host, Mickey Spagnola's birthday, and we're so honored you joined us on this day for that. Happy birthday, Mick. Thank you. Truly, though. Glad to have one. Truly, though, I don't think you'd spend... I think you'd probably spend your birthday at work even if you didn't have to. I mean. That's a good sign. That's a good sign saying that you you love what you do. Have you ever had your birthday off? I get my birthday off every year. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. But that's the exception. It's the only holiday we celebrate. We were just trying to ask him what he was going to do tonight, you know, and he wouldn't listen to us. He was just watching the tape. Cowboys of, hour. No, yeah. I was watching that guy trying to run into the sands. Se- Seahawks, Jags. You're focused. Make your dedication. Oh, I'm going to go out and get blasted. Cowboys hour. Maybe <laughs> not. That's wow. great. All milk that. That's a great drop. <laughs> Don't get blasted. After every loss, I'm playing that drop. Yeah, I'm going out and getting blasted. <laughs> oh, man. There, in case you missed it. Yeah, well, you got it that time. You can. You can cheers to the Cowboys playoffs hope, whether it's 4% or what it really is. <laughs> it's still alive still because there. they did beat the Giants 30-10 in impressive fashion. A lot of guys stepped up to the plate. Sean Lee, of course, what we expected. Dak Prescott had a career day. And Rod Smith had a breakout day. So, I'll, I'll just start around the room, guys, and you tell me one player that you were most impressed with. Mickey, I'll start with you. Sean Lee. Yeah. He tried to make every tackle in the game. I told him that. When Beast. He was waiting to do the uh, post-game interview. Uh, the broad man called it. I think you called for like 20-something tackles, right? Actually, I thought he would, I thought he would get I think between 30. 30- I thought yeah. he said 25. I said 25. Almost. Yeah, I just had a feeling, though, watching the Giants play, that they weren't going to be able to block him. That's I wonder just, what happens when the coaches look at the tape. Will he get about three or four more tackles? No, it's 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 it, eighteen. It's eighteen. Okay, it's pretty. He, I didn't know actually, I'll tell change. you what. They have um, Giants have a real problem blocking second level linebackers, of course, and so and and Anthony Hitchens had fourteen as well. Yeah, that just tells you really the problems. Jeff Heath had ten. Yeah. It goes it goes beyond that for the Giants. They just they they they're, they're that's a bad offensive line. And you know we talked about that all week. That's how you were going to have to take advantage of it, and they did. Absolutely. Okay. So Sean Lee was your guy. Sean Lee's my guy. I think I picked him for Rankum. I don't know. Well, you did. I, I thought you, you took Dez. Dak. Maybe no. Did I? I took Dez. Well, you write these down, Rob. Yeah. They're somewhere. They're somewhere. <laughs> Rob, who's your who's your player that really stood out to you as an impressive guy in yesterday's win? A little bit under the radar. I'll say Lyle Collins for oh, the job he one. did in pass protection. Two weeks in a row, he's not 100%. I don't think he's close to 100% right now. And the job he did against Ryan Kerrigan, against Washington, and you know started the game off against Olivier Vernon. They sure moved, did. Move him around. Yep. Saw some JPP. Um, and, you know, Pass protection was really good in this game for Dak. So he's he's fighting through some stuff right now. I know a lot of guys are, but we're seeing him grow at that right tackle spot at less than 100%. Did you see that contraption JPP plays with on his right hand? 
No, I didn't. Club? See it. It's like a club. Well, it's, yeah. it, it's, I don't know if he's been doing that all year. No, he hadn't been doing it all year. Yeah, he's got. The, he's got a. He went back to it. That's when he first injured that's his when hand. That's when he first injured. Because I didn't remember that. Yeah, I remember he had a finger injury during the week. Yeah, that's what they. That's what they. But did. he's having he problems with that hand again. He can't. Yeah. He can't grab. It's 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 a club. It's yeah. all wrapped up. Yeah. Yeah. There was some question about whether he was going to play because of that. Yeah. So exactly. And Dak Prescott did not wear anything. He did, he did not. He had he had the glove on the on the on off the left hand. hand. Left hand. Yeah. Switch gloves at half too. Yeah. Went from a white glove to a blue glove. You notice that? Yeah. Didn't notice why he was that for promotional stuff. I'm. I have no idea really. <laughs> but Maybe like, it was, he said it was a style thing. Yeah. I don't. I don't know uh, about that. Makes sense. Because <clears throat> that's your bottom hand when you take the snap. So maybe right. it's getting. Maybe gross. it gives you better grip on it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you wanted a better. Grip. You want Well, I'll tell it. you what though. He needed the grip because when he avoided that sack from Olivier Vernon. Yes. He switched hands with the ball and, and, and he went right hand, left hand, and got it back to his right hand. To push it outside there. So. Smart. Did you yeah. see him going, trying to go old school on that one play? Old what school, time? what way? He went out for the start of the series. Mm. He forgot his helmet. Yeah. He was wearing his stocking cap. And he was really? almost all the way I out. Saw him. I saw him run to he the He was almost all the way there, and he turned around and goes, oh. This will not be And good. so I said something to him afterwards. He goes, yeah. He goes, I had the stocking cap on. And he goes, I kept forgetting my helmet. I had something on my head. Yeah, nice and warm. I said, boy, you're tough. They on the heaters. They going, put the... Going way back to those yeah. New York football giants. 1925 Terrence, he changed his shoes, right? Because remember in pregame when we were all standing there and he was wearing two different shoes? Different, yeah. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. 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 Well, who was, who your, was guy? your guy? Well, I'll say after oh, Brian. I thought Brian I think we're going in a... already. No, that's fine. I, I'll pick Prescott because I think the Giants' plan was to make him throw from the pocket. Didn't get the ball on the edge very much, and so their plan was to keep him in the middle. He made some, some tough throws, you know. I mean, I, I, I think like Rob says, protection overall was pretty good. Uh, but yeah, they they were committed to making him throw the ball from the middle of the pocket, and and that's what he was able to do. I thought he moved the guys around where he needed to move guys around. You know, if you if you watch the, the pass uh, to Rod Smith, he moves Rod Smith over to put him in the slot. He sees what's happening in the middle of the field. So, yeah, I just feel like, though, that overall, you know, Dak Prescott, you know, there's been some times where we've been critical of him, but this time around I thought he did a pretty darn nice job. Yeah. You know what, and to, to uh, go on on that, it was more than the 332 yards passing. Right. I think it was what Brian said. He, he got guys where they needed to be, and he recognized the blitzes but finally, he got some help. The receivers started recognizing it, right, and started cutting off their routes. Because early in the game, it looked like they're blitzing, and the, everybody's got their backs towards them. It's right. like, come on, right? Yeah. Two of the they had three plays over fifty yards, yeah, passing, and two of them I think were just straight up blitzes where right. you got one guy to beat if you're the receiver. He makes the play, he's got nothing but green. Dez's catch for a touchdown and Rod's. Not Rods, uh, Beasley's. And the guys made the play. It was a good route, and, and they were off to the races. Yeah, that's how you It was stop, a nice job by both. That's how you stop a team from blitzing. Well, it was a great blitz pickup by Rod Smith on that's Beasley's. You, on, you were going to yeah, say my yeah. guy. Oh, I'm sorry. You Go ahead. Rod? I got Rod. Yep. You guys yeah. all said great players. And, you know, Brian, I used Dak as the player of the game for our social media. But it was really easy to do that. And it was almost hard, actually, to choose between him and Rod because Rod had such a great game. Yeah. You know, last week we were talking about, okay, let's keep this running game 
consistent. You know, a lot of times we've said, oh, they've got something there, but it hasn't been consistent enough. Rod Smith took the pressure off of those receivers, I thought, you know, by saying, okay, I realize they're doubling Cole and Dez. Right. Let me just have some breakaway plays. I mean, 81 yards on that one. Yeah, it was, a, it was a heck of a play to, again, Dak to, to move him outside. And then you're absolutely right, Tay, on the third down play, they were playing the slant to the backside on, on, on Bryant. And on the front side, they were not going to let Beasley run the pivot route to get the first down. And Dak saw exactly what was going on. No safety in the middle of the field. You know, take a chance. And it's a great job by, by Smith to beat his man off the line of scrimmage. And then to get into the route and Dak to see it all the way again, a middle of the pocket throw. That's what he had. Dak said that's that's not a play they typically. He doesn't. That's not usually his read. And Rod actually said I I didn't think the ball was coming to me. No. But when you've got that kind of look, you, you got to go to it. Yeah. And uh, huge play in the game. Rod was. He's really he's really got the respect of his teammates. They really respect the fact that he's earned his spot. You know, as a special teams guy, and now doing whatever he's asked to do. You mentioned the blitz pickup. That that was huge. For a 220-pound back, he's a pretty good receiver out of the backfield. Really nifty run, too, if you look at his touchdown run on the toss sweep because they got everything – they got everything. Jeff Swain sealed everything inside, him and Noah Brown, and they got everybody to the outside. Well, he had to make one more cut to get up to, to, into the lane, and he was able to do that. He could have kept drifting and then probably got tackled, but patient, 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 boom, made the slant – or made the – plant and then went right up in for the in the lane for the touchdown I thought he was running more freely in this game that the first carry he had was weird because it was to the left and he was running like a fullback he had the ball both hands in the ball what what are they doing right and then he finally started to loosen up and and run like we have been talking about all year kind of running angry Kind of, kind of was thinking that was going to be their answer during the six game suspension. Remember, I was looking for an angry back, and I, I, I thought he played angry yesterday. I thought he made some really good cuts. Mickey's talking about the early run, but once he got freed up a little bit, I, I felt like that. That's kind of what we see with Rod Smith. You know, that he could be that kind of guy going forward. And you know, and I know a lot of people. I don't know about your Twitter timelines. A lot of people are asking me if, you know, if he was going to would be the guy to start this week over Alfred Morris. You know, after what you saw, I think they complement each other pretty well. Honestly. Yeah, you know, I don't think you need to change. And, he, and he's alert. The, the, he caught that tip pass right in the middle. You right. know, and had the wherewithal to hang in there and oh. catch it and turn and go get yep. a first down. Yep. Did you guys listen to Coach Garrett this morning? A little bit. Yeah, he was on the fan, and he was talking about Rod Smith. And they said, you know, where did this guy come from? And he he talked about what you're saying, Rob, you know, about, okay, we had him on the practice squad, and then we brought him in, and we tried to do some stuff with fullback. And they just kind of – he was kind of that guy that you would see kind of yo-yo on the transaction emails. Right. And truly, you know, it's exciting to see all of his success that he's had in the past few games because especially, of course, most people know that his brother is Jalen Smith, and he's his younger brother which sometimes I forget, I, I think that Jalen might be older. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of look so so uh, close in age. But it's exciting to see, I think, for Jalen, he was saying yesterday on the bus that he's excited to see him get his shine. You know, because yeah. yeah. for so long, I bet you out of those two brothers, it's mostly been about Jalen Smith. Yeah. And to has. finally see Rod Smith have some of that is pretty exciting. Obviously, both of them went to – extremely great college football programs but well what you have to do as a front office you have to be able to have a vision for the player yeah and and they found something for him to do you know he played special teams he was a core guy 
like you said, Tay, he was on and off practice squads. I mean, again, that's one of those things where somebody could have come in the dead of night and said, hey, listen, we'll take Rod Smith off your practice squad. Well, they didn't. So, again, evaluation. Uh, they found spots for him. They're using him. He, he, You know, you saw him catch the ball in the Green Bay game down the field. You know, he made a, a play. You know, he just wasn't a guy you throw the ball to the flat to, and then he makes a play. He makes plays down the field, and I think that's where – you know, you find ways to, you know, these backs are a pretty talented group. Even Alfred Morris is finding ways to catch the football, you know, and be more complete. And that's what this team's trying to do. They're trying to find more of those complete guys that can do a lot of different things. And obviously Rod Smith's one of those guys. I think someone too, he's not related to him, but Keith Smith. Yeah, same he thing, right? like that. Yeah, bouncing back and forth and then trying to find a role. And hey, give credit to the coaching staff deciding at Rod Smith, they tried him at fullback and said, you know what, this guy's a running back. You know, and and he's he's gotten better. He's become a better running back and more complete running back than he was when I think they claimed him off of Seattle uh, roster a couple years ago. Yes, done a nice job off the practice squad, right? Um, I don't yes, think he was off a, the Seahawks practice squad. Yeah, yeah, he was a poach. Yeah, yeah. Seahawks practice squad. Yeah, and knock on wood, you know, the Cowboys pretty much came out of that game pretty injury free. You know, there wasn't anything to extremely note of. Of any guys that I can think of. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Crawford had a hip pointer. Tyrone. Tyrone Crawford. Yeah. And then there was one. Trying to think. Yeah, there was. He came off the field one time, and they were talking to him on the sidelines. I thought he was just trying to catch his breath, but I guess the hip pointer was. Yeah, that it was. He heard. Nobody asked any questions afterwards that the team got through without any. When we walked off with Jason, he pointed it out. Okay. A lot of people were asking about Sean Lee, Rob, and I saw you answer that one. Yeah, it just uh, that was a plan deal to kind of rotate him. He, I think one series in the second half, he was out. They put Jalen in, and just coming off the injury, they wanted to keep him fresh. It wasn't anything he aggravated. So, there And obviously, one, he made a huge play at the end of the game. There was one more. Well, think about that, Mick. But oh, it was it was Kyle Wilbur. He had a stinger. Oh, okay. They brought him into the tent. It was third, fourth quarter. It was kind of late. But I saw him afterwards, and he was, he was walking. Okay. He was just yeah. fine. Victory yeah, now, helps you with that. Now, somebody who wasn't injured, you know, has come back since Thanksgiving, but had kind of a very unusual game. Dan Bailey missing the field goals and an extra point. Brian, I see you immediately upset about that. No, I was I mean, I, I, I don't know what to say about kickers, you know. And I know I got into a discussion with folks. It wasn't a hindsight because it's funny. I was sitting with Nate and him, and I, I go – I wouldn't have kicked it. I wouldn't have tried that field goal. I mean, I was saying it to those guys. At, 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 while field we're in, position in the wise. studio. Yeah, I mean. 53. Or yeah, 50. I'm 53, and, and, and Nate made a good point. He goes, he's like 80%. Why wouldn't you try? And I'm like, I just wouldn't try it at this point, you know, because to me, I'm, I'm making the Giants have to drive the football. And, and they had a, first, a good first drive. But I'm just kind of thinking the field position, pen them back there, maybe get a short field. Get a three and out, but make them make them show you they can. Yeah, drive make the them field show again. me they could drive the ball down the field again. That that's where I that that's where I was. I don't think the Giants could made enough plays. Now, if you're playing against some an opponent that can drive the football on you and, and make plays, by all means, you know if you want to try a fifty three yard, yeah. Field, yeah. But and somebody will say, well, Brian, it hit the upright, and I'm like, okay, you know, it's fine. It's still I would have probably played a field position game at least initially, and then if you want to come back and kick the fifty yard field goal, which it looks like to me it got pushed. I mean, the it started middle and the then, wind, and took the it, wind just took it right. So I, you know, I mean, and I think the more, more disturbing thing to me, guys, was extra the missed point. extra. Point. Yeah, absolutely. From, it's from first Dan, in his career. Yeah, yeah. That's that's where that's where I would have. That's all of a sudden it, it was. 
you know, we were all, the game was in hand and you're going, well, he just missed an extra point. So that, that to me, okay, I understand the 53, I get the 50, but those missed extra points. Okay. Now what's going on with Dan Bailey? You know, he's coming off the back injury, but I don't think this is a health thing. I think this is just a tough day. At the office, it's a tough it's a tough place to kick, as you mentioned, the wind yeah. and, and stuff. But I think the old place was worse. Yeah. But there but, was there was when I was on the sideline before the game, yeah. there was a breeze. You could feel it. He was like having, eleven miles on the on the play by play. Eleven he miles. He was kicking well to our right. And I think that's where the one went off the upright. He, that, the first one did it, were we going right? The first yeah, one the was the first one was right. And that's the that was the that's where I saw him he was kicking off that little holder thing. Right. And he was hitting from 54. Right. It was the other direction he was having trouble. And that's where he missed the extra point. Right. And I think that's where the, the 50 the, yard. The 51 kind of blew out. Yeah. Yeah. Because he had it right down the middle. And, and it all just, of a sudden, it just, the ball was going like that. It's just the ball was almost going sideways the way yeah. it came away from the. But yeah, I. Well, I, I, I can understand. I can understand the the, the the fifty yard misses. I get those, but the the extra point one was yeah. the one that just kind of gave me because I was thinking, well, man, he he usually is just so dead down the middle, and now he's pulling the ball a little bit. I I didn't. Well, quite I asked that because they were tweeting if it was about his groin. Still. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, did I say back? Yeah. Yes. He had the groin injury. It, I don't. I don't think this is health related. I, I think he's okay. It's it's just it's a tough day. And he didn't kick a field goal in the Washington game, did he? Kicked all extra points, right? Yeah, he didn't have an attempt. Yeah. But you, you said that's his first extra point miss of Ever. his career? Ever. Wow. 200 and – well, it was 250 going into the season, so however many he had this year. Yeah. So it was probably in the 270s range. Yeah. And, and it like, might have gotten his head. You never know on Oh, the he's point. the kind of guy that I feel like that was something he, he's thinking about still today. But he yeah. picked a good game to have a bad game. Yes, yeah. they were able to overcome in the fourth quarter. I mean, sitting there in the first quarter, they'd only really had two drives. And you looked up and you're like, that was only one quarter. Very Army-Navy game-like. It was. Without the snow. Without yeah. the snow. No snow. Luckily, we were in New Jersey, but close to Buffalo. We didn't have to experience that. <laughs> that actually looked kind of fun. It did. Well, hey, let's take our first break here. When we come back, we'll have more fun. Brian, we'll talk more about the Cowboys' victory in New York. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. 
To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeeredealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See below for details. This is Talking Cowboys. Nestle up in Tommy John, the softest, most supportive underwear out there. They're feature-packed and feel amazing, and if you disagree, they're backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or their free guarantee. Plus, shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order. TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. I like it, guys. Of course, Dez did have a good day, but we have to talk about the drops that everyone was talking about with the wide receivers. I know you've watched some of the tape. I don't know if you've watched all of it yet. Yeah, I have. You have. So, you know, and you guys, you were there and you saw these things. I mean, the first one hits Dez right in the face. Beasley misses a big one. These guys were just having a little bit of hard times, if you would. Dez dropped a slant before the one that hit him in the face. Yeah. Yep. That so, ball got on him quick. What do you guys think about that? How can they fix that? What What do they take away from that? One of the best teams in the league last year catching the football. Really? Yeah. What were the stats on that? Cowboys. I mean, there was less than they were. They were top five when it came to drops for the season. I mean, you got a guy like Beasley. It was darn near ninety percent with the. Uh, I think the one to him. To be honest with you, on tape, it looks like he ducks his head, like he like he Said lost he it. lost it in the sun. He lost in the sun. Talked sun about it. Oh no! Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They got curtains there. He said the sun's always going to be there. I don't know if that's a jab at our stadium, too, or what. No, Well, actually, he said he's got to make the catch. It, it wasn't yeah. looking back. It was looking sideways. He, he ducked his head. You could, you, could see, you could see his eyes are up, and then as the ball's coming, he ducks his head to think, yeah. okay, I, I don't see this thing. That part. The death slant is a surprising one because, again, I thought he was late with his hands. He's got to slow down. He's trying too hard, I think, on those. Like the slants. He wants to go and he wants to catch get a it and big gain out of take it. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the I ball agree. the ball he caught for the touchdown was a great pass. I mean, right where it needed to be for him, right at his face. But you wrote about the the um, was it back shoulder the one jump ball where he it, yeah. it hit him kind of in his face. Yeah. Pass. Maybe the ball could have been thrown a little bit. I thought. Better. That, I, you know what? Again, it, this is just nitpicking. If you want to nitpick. Yeah. If Dak throws the ball further out, we've seen Dez. How many times have we seen Dez just run? And under he just it? runs up. Just runs under. under. It. That's an easy. Dez on the move is 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 a good thing. Dez going. Dez won off the line to get to the point of what the ball was coming back at him, so he had to go up. But hands were really wide on the play. He which, told me. He told me that he relaxed on it. Yeah. It's like he said. Oh, oh! I've got this. Yeah, and, and, he, and, and, he, and he relaxed. Yeah. and he said, I, "I was so mad at myself." Right. Uh, oh, he popped up quick off the ground. Like yeah. he knew exactly I mean, what he happened. Knew. And 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 then on on the next one, the touch or the touchdown, the fifty yarder. So they did a side adjustment. They saw right. Collins come sneaking up. Right. And Des said, "When I saw him come down, I said, we've got a touchdown here.' Right. I, he's just got to throw it to me." And Dak said. We just kind of did the look at each other, like, right. okay, here's the – it's open. I can run the slant because sure. they were using the linebacker to keep the slants and, and the Collins was getting it right. away. And that's what you have to do when they want to blitz like that. you got to burn them. And all he had to do was shake the guy, 
and they weren't right. going to catch him. Yep. Nope. And has the Beasley cut that you're talking about ready to go. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make any excuses. There's there's a reason, but, um, you know, we got to make them anyway. You know, you, sun's always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so the sun was it, I was I was just I was just catching the sun on on the wide draft. I had I could. No, that's why I said you got to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? There's no I mean there's nothing you do. You just got to catch the ball and um, we got to make those plays. Five billion years. Five billion years. He makes that play if the game is played at 4:25. Because it's dark then. It's dark. Yeah, it is. It's dark. dark. Sunset was. It at was dark when we were but leaving. Yeah. That's, a, that's Or if it was at AT and T. That stadium though is funny because that light does come that way. I mean, it comes through. I've, and there's a reason why the Giants stand on the sun, the sun, the sideline with the sun. Because in uh, back in the day, Wellington Mara got sick, and his mom said to his dad, "You're never taking him to another game again. Make him stand in the sun." And it was like he got sick, and so that's why you see the Giants, and that was their sideline. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cool the, the, the Giants stand opposite Except the when it's early in the season. Oh, it's okay. What? True or false? They want to stay warm. Yeah, that's true. True or false? That's why Mrs. Mara made him do it. Des Bryant will have a 100-yard receiving game this season. So wow. far, he does not have one. What did he get yesterday? 73. It's, yeah. Got Philadelphia Close. left, right? Got Philly left. You don't know what they're, they're covering pretty well right now. Need to need to see the Raiders and what Seahawks. they're doing. Seahawks Raiders, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you what, though. A couple of good signs from the the Raider game the other day from yesterday was that they had a that that the Chiefs were able to run the ball for about 140 yards, and that and Carr didn't play all that well. He only threw for 211. So need to catch an eye on that one. See what the situation. The Raiders are kind of struggling right now. Looks like defensively, maybe does get something going. But you know, know, I mean, when you run the ball 31 times, that's that's what they want to do. Yep, that's what they are. And and you want to. Attack different ways and Dak completed passes to like nine different guys, eight, nine different receivers. So it's not really an offense where one guy's going to get a bunch of yards, although Rod Smith had a day, 113. Yeah, but, but 81 on one play. Yeah, maybe that's how Des gets to 100. Yeah. Well, I don't think it's important. It, I, I, does well, that that's guarantee they're going to win? Because that's what they got to do. No, the, they got to win. Yeah, the guarantee for them to winning is 21 for 29 for 241 exactly. and three touchdowns, no interceptions. And then you get 120 yards rushing. That's yeah. that's their guarantee of winning right there. It's not one guy getting 100 yards. Yeah. It's when you make plays, and that's right. what he did. He made a play. It's a good sign though that Dak is continuing, like Mickey said, to make reads, to make throws. You know, to, to kind of be on the same page with Des. And you know, those are if they're, if you're gonna if people are gonna blitz you, make them pay for blitzing you. Make them you know if, if hey if the offensive line's gonna hold up and Rod Smith's gonna come across the pocket and and take on a blitzing uh, uh, safety. By all means, you know, go for it. And that's what teams are doing. It's yep. like, you're, no, you're not going to beat me. I'm not worried about Zeke. I'm blitzing. Yep. You know, and the same thing that happened on the on, on Witten's touchdown. They go three tight ends, and everybody yeah. thinks, okay, they're loading up. We're going to oh. run. And then they sneak them down the field, and, and you hit a 20-yard touchdown pass. Could have thrown it to Hannah, too. Hannah was open on the play right next to him. He could have gone either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good because they, they all came up. They, yeah, they all, everybody came up. Yeah, line of scrimmage. Everybody came up. If that's what you can do, you got to make them pay. Hey, I hear Mickey, but all that really matters to me is targets. That's right. You know, <laughs> if targets are there, Mick, I think that's how you measure the true success of a receiver. <laughs> hey, three gonna, out of five. I'm going to give you a pass on that today. <laughs> three out of five targets. Feeling birthday friendly. That's right. Oh, that's sweet. That's give good. her a pass. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you have more targets, you should be better. 
Yeah. But it was the 500th win for the Dallas Cowboys organization, 250 under Tex Schramm and 250 under Jerry Jones. Yeah. So congratulations, Jerry. Yeah. Hope you're celebrating today. Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm oh, sh- Jerry got his faster. Only took 28 years. Yeah. Yeah. Te- True. Tex at 29. Yeah. By one year. So well, that's the first year they didn't get any. So it was 28, yeah. 250 in 28 years. Yeah. You know, it's it, it's always funny to see those kinds of stats because you're like, well, what does that really mean? Like 500 obviously is a big number. Yeah. But, yeah. But in 30 years, it's do the math. It's about right. I saw a lot of questions throughout the game about Jason Witten. People were saying, okay, get him more involved, get him more involved. Finally, he gets involved and it's a touchdown. So what did you think of that play, Brian? Yeah, like Mickey was talking about, I like what they did. Landon Collins went out. It was the play that Cole Beasley goes out, the, yeah. you know, and catches the big ball, and then Landon Collins gets hurt. You know, they take advantage of a situation where they have linebacker inside on Witten. They're, they're, they kind of get, uh, they kind of get in a situation where Brandon Dixon, the cornerback, gets caught in no man's land between Witten and then also James Hanna. That's what I'm saying. I felt like he could have gone either way and had a touchdown, but. Yeah, it's just a great it's it's a great design of a play when Winton can like can nod his head and and get guys to adjust off that and he can get inside. I mean, it's a, it was a heck of a throw too. Good clean pocket and let the ball fire down the middle of the field. I, I you know I think it's unfortunate though about Wit and the holding calls. You know that he's that that couple. I mean, I know fans were kind of like, oh, it seems like every time they have a big play, he holds. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I mean, I think that. You know, yeah, it looked like to me on the tape that it, it, his hands were on the outside again. You see him get pulled. You know, it, it, it negated a very long run. But I think for the most part, you look at what happened in the game, run blocking with, with Hannah, with Swain, and with Witten. I think the tight ends did a really, really nice job overall. Yeah, I do too. Tell, t- just tell those people to watch the other side, <laughs> the holes they're getting away with. I was just going to say, they let's tackle DeMarcus, DeMarcus Lawrence. Lawrence one more time. Huh? Guy was grabbing him from behind well, around he, the waist. He sure pointed it out. After well, the- it's <laughs> probably going to cost him $24,000. Is that the standard fine? I've heard that most likely is twenty grand or plus. Yeah, anything you do with an official. They had one the other day. Somebody bumped an official, and I think it cost him like $35,000. Plus, you know yeah. what? The, 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 was it the second one? The second one they called for lining up in the neutral zone? Right. So... The referee doesn't have the blue line to look at, right? Right. So his hands right on the blue line. the The problem was there was so much sp- there was the space between him and and the offensive tackle. the The tackle was so far off the line of scrimmage, yeah. it probably looked like he was in the neutral zone. Right. Yeah. And it's like, what are they looking at? I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I'm not either. But at but the same time, this is a this is a defensive line that it c- gets pressure, and so it's it's surprising that it's been I don't know how many how many weeks now, and we we've only it's seen it's it, it, it's a competency issue. Yeah. I mean, Compos- come on. Ugh, no. They called that false start on their running back. Yeah. He must have done it because when I'm watching it, he didn't move. Yeah. That's Walt. Uh, that's uh, Walt Anderson, though. Or how yeah. did he come up with a false start? The poor guy kind of looked up, and I'm sitting there, and yeah. he's like this, and he never he didn't even move his head. Well, I'll tell you what, too. They had a situation where uh, Joe, uh, our new defensive tackle, Don Dayton, 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 Dayton,
someone else, uh, they call Crawford for defensive holding. It wasn't him. It wasn't him. It was Jones that was defensive holding. So Except I mean, they were double-teaming him. Do you think he was trying to snatch so the oh, linebacker he, he, could go he, through? Yeah, he had a handful. I mean, it, if you were if you were on the other side of it, you would have said, "Come on, you got to call that." You know. But how many times have you seen that called? It, and by the back judge. It, you know, it's funny though. It gets called yeah. more than you think, which is that enhanced. I mean, hands but, to the face. How about the other day? Hands to the face. Though Frederick had a uh, in the Washington game, they had a hands to the face against Frederick, not uh, not for him, but against him. So you know, it's those are those are the kinds of calls you get. And to some degree, it goes both ways. I was I was convinced Cheeto was going to get flagged. They weren't going to pick that flag up because he kind of launched himself on the big hit. I forget which receiver it was. That that could have been a penalty, and they picked it up. Yeah, so. was it Roger Lewis? Yeah, Lewis was, could, yeah, he Lewis. was juggling the ball for yeah. five yards. Right. Just catch it. Yeah. So you, you got him pretty good. You, you caught a huge break with the, the receivers they had out there yesterday. Yeah, let's go you to really the, did. the phone lines. We have Eric from Fort Worth on the line. What's up, Eric? Uh, hello, Tay. Um, I just wanted to um, uh, bring out uh, the topic of Sean Lee and see kind of what y'all thought about his performance yesterday. Um, I think it's obvious, you know, for us that are Cowboys fans to see the impact he has on our team when he's out there and you know, we've seen the struggles when we don't have them out there. But just kind of wanted to chime in on, you know, just uh, just shows how much he uh, pays attention to detail and how much he studies film. Uh, just for example, um, I, I want to hear a little bit of Brian, what you have to say on that uh, reverse that he uh, sniffed out. You know, it just goes to show what kind of player we have and what team – uh, defense we can play when he's out there, and um, I just hang up and listen to y'all answer that for me. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you what, though, it's the first point I made today on my uh, my the, the scouts notebook that's going to be up. I'm sure Dave and them are putting it up here in a little bit. But yeah, absolutely. I gave Rod Marinelli a lot of credit for that call right there because they ran a blitz. They ran like what's called a Wanda blitz, which is when they bring the will linebacker. They worked the front away from from Lee. They, they they sent the front strong and sent Lee weak. And Lee read the play. The, I mean, he was on the blitz anyway. So it was a, a good job by him kind of working. Bobby Hart, the tackle, had no chance of getting him on the blitz. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't it wasn't really something that was Sean Lee diagnosing the play. It was a it was a really nice call by Rod Marinelli. Slant the front, put Lee the other way. And then have him make the tackle. They ran right into it, though. It reminded me of the uh, overtime win here against Philly last year. That huge play he made against Darren Sproles. Yeah. They got off the field. Big they loss. Knocked him out of field goal range. Yeah. And then come back and win the game. It, it felt like it gave the offense some juice yesterday with that play. Yeah. Get the ball back. I think that was the Witten touchdown the next drive. Anthony Hitchens, I know you said it's he didn't really give credit to the play calling there. Yeah. But his... I think the caller spoke to it. His ability to die. Oh, no, absolutely. No, absolutely. And, and Anthony Hitchens, I Mick, were you there last week? We told the story that uh, how he will call out plays. And it's just based on his preparation. Right. There was one time against Detroit that he kind of told Hitchens, hey, move a little this way. They're going to do this. He didn't do it. Detroit scored a touchdown on the play, and Anthony said that's that's the last time I haven't listened to him because he he knows yeah. he yeah. knows what's no, he, coming, and it's hey, credit to his work during the week. The caller's absolutely right. He's a he's a rare player. He's a special player. But I can say that first one with the the you know hey give Marinelli. Sometimes we talk about adjustments and this and that. 
give the coaches a little credit for that when he called the right blitz at the right time. Absolutely. Boring play calls by Linehan yesterday? Boring? I didn't hear that call today. He got smart, I guess. <laughs> Don't worry. It's your birthday. Enjoy yourself. That's right. Yep. Enjoy yourself. <laughs> that means I can say what I want. You know what's funny, though? If you, you think about the last couple of weeks, halftime adjustments have been pretty good. I think it, they're 41-7 and seven on points in the second half, something like that. 27 unanswered yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. the most they've scored in the fourth quarter all season, 20 points. Yeah. This is a, this is a season of ups and downs. It really, really is. Philadelphia's about to experience one of the worst downs. Oh, oh no. For a season, you know? No. But, hey, no. that's – You know, it's a darn so- good thing they hung on to win that game. That was a hell of an effort. Because if nobody, they got yeah. beat – Nobody feels sorry for them. Right? I, I don't. If they I got sure beat, don't. they would have had, what, three – that would have been their third loss? That have been the third loss, with right. With three games to go? They, right. they go to the Giants this week. Yeah. But, yeah. Oh, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> I well, know. That team's not winning another yeah. game. Your team played without your best player for six games. I don't feel sorry for anybody. Well, it has been a season, a season for injuries and big-time players like Ezekiel Elliott right. missing significant time. I mean, we can go through the league and pretty much look at most key players on some big teams that were sure. expected to go far in the playoffs this year are out. You know, you you think of the immediate names, Aaron Rodgers, J.J. Watt, Andrew Luck, uh, Deshaun Watson. Look at how that team is just Oh, no, that team's falling. falling apart. Absolutely, yeah. Falling apart, and – you know, Dalvin Cook, who was had off to a great start. And so, Odell, I mean, you look at that for the Giants. It's reality in the yeah. NFL, right? David yep. Johnson, Julian Edelman, Joe Staley, Joe Thomas, Jason Peters. Yeah. I mean. This goes on and on. Eric Berry went out in the first game. Malik Hooker. Yeah. It's craziness. So, yeah. uh, you, you feel for these guys, but it's part of it, and it, it it's it's never fun. No. Nope. Let's take our final break. When we come back, we will have Rob's Twitter poll, and we'll have more Mickey birthday celebration talk. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit GetJackBlack.com Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. 
AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is Talking Cowboys. Oh, if it's Talking Cowboys, it is Papa John's Pizza. The ingredients make it so great, like the veggies, they're never frozen, and the pepperoni always has 100% pork and beef. And when you have ingredients like that, you have better <laughs> pizza and you have Papa John's. Could you have 110%? Sure, sure you can. Why not? Yeah. yeah. Well, up the percentage. I'm always up for that. Yes, that is great, Mickey. I, I know that you're getting Papa John's for your birthday. Absolutely. You wouldn't have it any other way. Oh, I miss my mother making me pizza when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Now, your cousin Steve, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> poor guy. I don't think it's your coach. Cousin, cousin Steve. Cousin Steve. Didn't yeah. have his best for showing. Not a good day for him. The defense kind of fell apart in the fourth quarter. Well, it didn't fall saying. apart. The Cowboys just beat him to the punch. I think this, I think with the, I was surprised the way he coached that game, to be honest with you. Awfully conservative. Yeah. For let's, a two let, and 10 team. Let's, let's not be the New York Giants. Yeah. Let's, they, not, let's not be the, you know, kind of just, we're going to do what we do. I, I think you had to play that game in a different fashion. And if I was, if I was Steve Spagnuolo, I would have clicked over on that headset. You know, I would have told the OC there, I said, listen, you need to be a little bit more aggressive here. They you did. know, I know they can't. And, and you know what? Let's be honest. Mickey made a point about their pass blocking, and I said it was one of the worst offensive lines that I'd seen. Yeah. But they actually held up. I mean, literally holding. They're holding, but they held up. You got the ball out quick a lot. Yeah. But everything was underneath, underneath, underneath. And that had to be the game plan because they were fearful of having to pass block too long. They did run that crazy formation at one point with the double bunches. Yeah. Either side. That was that should have been that play should have hit the one they threw to Red Ellison. That thing Manning, right there, they Manning screwed it up. Yeah, he missed him. He was wide open. But I, I, I kind of felt like that they should have been a little bit more going. You know, it the, was like they were playing for field goals. That's I would have been. You know, yeah. I wouldn't have that one time they punted. Yeah, I, what the hell? Yeah, exactly. What was it like fourth and three? Yeah, yeah. but they yeah. were on the other side of the fifty. I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't quite. Ten. I didn't quite get that. I, I, they have problems scoring points to begin with. So why are you? But why do you play in some conservative yeah, so conservative. mode? Yeah, I was I was somewhat surprised. Kind of played into Dallas's hands. Because okay. when you play teams like that, they're scary because they're just gonna oh what the hell yeah just, yeah you no. Know. If someone questions you after the game, if you're Spagnuolo and you're standing up there and you go, well, they question, well, why did you go for? It's like what? <laughs> we're two and we're two and eleven now. What do you yeah. want me to do? There you go. Should have yeah. said I didn't make this mess. Yeah, exactly. Not my mess, but Rob, your Twitter poll—that is your mess. It is Uh-oh. mine. Let's get to what it. you got. Most improved player on the roster this season. Got huh. four options. Write them in, birthday boy. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> Lyle Collins, Kayvon Frazier, David Irving, or Rod Smith. See the Rod Smith one. You would think, oh, yeah, of course, but it's almost hard because you didn't, you had such a small sample size to see what he was capable of doing. Of course, there was so much hype around him going into training camp. But if I'd like to do a ride in one, do it. There, you could mention him, but I only got four choices. Tyrone Crawford might be my guy. All right. Most improved. All right. Playing a different position Playing this year. Playing a different position, just kind of, you know, he had a lot of rest during OTAs, was able to be successful. You know, with Demarcus Lawrence, and I've liked what I've seen from him. Yeah, you know, I obviously I could want more, but I just think he's improved. You got someone there, Mick? Uh, 
Lael Collins. I was going to say him too. I mean, the improvement is not from a year ago to now. It's from the beginning of the season, the first month, to how he's playing now. Yeah, if you look, I think it's hands down. Yeah, if you look at what happened, what, he was a starter for you the first three games last year, and then he then he was kind of a glorified scout team guy into the playoffs. And then he moves to a whole new position. Well, he played left tackle at LSU. But we remember the days in Oxnard, we were kind of watching those one-on-one drills, and we were really – He getting beat. Looks a little rough out there. He's getting beat by guys that are like, you know, rookie guys. He's not getting beat by – you know, it's not like Demarcus Lawrence is whipping him every play. I think he, he's learned a little patience with, with that You said that. Job. I you said that last week. He said actually being kind of less than 100%, he's trusted his technique a little more instead of that aggressiveness that he maybe you need more at guard. Right. Um, yeah, he's done a nice job two weeks in a row in particular being, being banged up. He wins the poll, 34%, yeah. followed by Rod Smith at 28%. We, I got a couple people tweeting me saying, what about Demarcus Lawrence? Number one, he would win because he's, he's leading the NFL in sacks. Number two, I tie a lot of his improvement to just being healthy. Yeah. yeah I think they managed him the right way this year. Mm-hmm. They, did, they did the right thing. Him losing some weight, you know, slimming down a little bit, and then him staying healthy, I think that was huge. Rod Smith's not a bad one either because of where he's come from. I was kind of hopeful that, again, that we would have seen the games that, were, that Zeke was out, that we would have seen this every week from Rod Smith. That's what I was hopeful I mean, they had him there every nickel down. Right. And then they gave him a series here and a series there. Right. Right. It, 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 was, it was good. Yeah. Alfred, Alfred looked like he was running in mud a little bit yesterday. Mm. Yes. I didn't feel like that. You know, and then he went out of bounce a couple of times. What was he game. thinking on that? Drive? I yeah. don't know. I don't know. Nate and Stop I were – I mean, Stop that, the clock that, twice. That gave Nate, them an extra minute in time. Yeah, minute, Nate and I were screaming at each other in the in the. Uh, I got it circled in my. Yeah, head. it was it was it's just not not a very football intelligent play. And Alfred's a smarter guy than that. He understands that. Protect the football, stay in bounce. Nick was doing the same thing on the sideline. Yeah, he went down like what? Yeah. Come on now, don't like, don't do. He, this, he yeah. knows he knows better than that. He's a bet. I liked you putting Kayvon Frazier on there, though, too. That, that because, was not a bad deal right there. Yeah, you know, he really has improved. A lot of people have mostly seen his improvements on special teams, but he, he's a guy who wants to. You can just tell how hungry he is to be better. Yeah, so, and I, he earned a spot in – sorry, he earned a spot in that defensive safety rotation kind of the way J.J. Wilcox did a couple, I know, need I need Mickey to ask a question for me, and, I know, and I, I know he can do it. On the on the play that went down the field, the thirty-five yard completion they have, it was him or Sean Lee that I think was wrong, and I'm willing to bet that Sean Lee's generally not wrong with his with what he was doing because they 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 were in a coverage where Lee was ready for the guy to come underneath. He was he had the tight end initially, and then he passed him off, and Frazier came forward, and so the ball went over the top. So I'm I'm a little bit worried that Frazier might have misread that one. I I asked Sean about it. And he said they were in a zone blitz. Right. And if you look at it, the the right defensive end backed off. I can't remember if it was Mayoa or Taco. Is Mayoa? Is Mayoa? He yeah. dropped out. Right. They blitzed Woods off the slot. That's right. So somebody, and then as it turned out, Jeff Heath was playing single safety high. Right. And Sean fouled the guy for about ten yards, and and, and then, then just stopped. Yeah, because Sterling Sterling settles inside like right. he's going to play the crosser, 
And what happened was Frazier drove on 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 Sterling. On so Shepard. that's where the other guy was. Yeah. Because on yeah. the TV copy, when I replayed it, it, it the other safety wasn't in the picture. Yeah. Fra- uh, what happened was, you had, you're right, Heath was in the middle of the field, or actually shaded to his right. To the right, yeah. To the right. And then Frazier came forward. And once Fra- – see, they, and they, I think the Giants did a pretty good job of disguising what they were going to do on the route. Because they had they had Ingram playing as an inline Y, so he was along the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. So it, you know you really kind of lose track of really where he is. And like I say, Lee had him initially, and then stopped to hit the crosser, and there, the, the crosser never came. But Frazier was already up on. So uh, we and Eli made an adjustment on it. Yeah, he, he, they yeah, showed him the signs. Yeah, he did this. Yeah, with his yeah. Thumb. yeah. Really, the only big play of the game for them. The, the next biggest completion was a 16 yarder to Rod, Roger Lewis. Right. You, you take away that bust, and defense did a really nice job. It was like a one play touchdown. Right. Basically, 35 yards. But yeah, the guy can't be that far away. I just wondered if Frazier. I, I just kind of think you know Sean Lee. You, you kind of think oh Sean Lee knows what he's doing. Frazier kind of mi- getting in the mix a little. bit. And I also think if. Sean would have thrown himself under the bus. He would say it was on me. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he said, yeah, we just had a busted coverage. Yeah. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Tom from Pennsylvania on the line. Tom, what's your question? Hey, guys, how you doing? Just a quick comment. I'm out here. Uh, a lot of these Eagles fans, they, uh, they're they shouting for uh, Tony Romo. How pissed you guys would – or how pissed would you think Jerry Jones would be if uh, Romo came out of the box to join the Eagles? And then uh, my second point is – in the offseason, what are the chances of them contacting Cleveland and trying to get uh, taking a flyer on uh, Josh Gordon? I think uh, it's been known that they've been trying to trade him, and I think you know if we can if we could find a way to get him here and get the right counseling, he would uh, automatically upgrade our team. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Thank you. Josh Gordon is one strike away from being gone yeah. forever. Yeah. I, I I hate to be the the wet blanket guy. I wouldn't mess with Josh. I mean, Gordon. I'm not giving up. Nope. Anything flyer and all that, and I, you know, I know John Dorsey well. John Dorsey's not stupid, you know. I mean, I, I say this in all respect. I, I think he realizes that Josh Gordon is a tremendous talent, you know, and so, you know, but he's one. He's literally one, one false test or whatever you want to say. I mean, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, away from not ever playing football again. I just don't. You know, we talk about counseling, and they'll, you know, we've, we haven't really done that very well right now either. Absolutely. And why would Jerry be mad at Romo? They cut him. If they, if, well, they granted his release. So he, well, yeah. they cut him. Okay. I think everyone knew that going into this season, anytime a quarterback, quarterback went down, a lot of people would be looking at Romo, and especially in the division. But there is – I think it would be a very, very crazy world, and I know we live in a wild world these days, but for Tony Romo to leave the broadcasting booth to go be the quarterback in garbage time, basically, for the... Right, right. You, you think that... you? Th- let me ask you this. You think the Eagles are talented enough with a quarterback to win the Super Bowl? With it? With a quarterback, yeah. The way Wentz was playing? Yeah. Yeah, I think they were. I do, too. I mean, and they lost. You know, I said some of those guys that were on this list of big injuries, they had. Yeah, that was a... Uh, if you're chasing a ring... That was a championship type <laughs> performance yesterday after he got hurt. Like he goes out, then the defense goes makes a play, gets a gets a sack fumble, they go win the game. I mean, that's that's what really good teams do. I just I mean, with Foles, he's a good player. I I mean, I wouldn't discount their chances of getting out of the NFC, but 
obviously, like you said in the break, he's an MVP player, wins his. If you're chasing a ring, would, if you're Roma, would you consider it? No. Does it mean I, that much to you? chasing a ring anymore, though? I mean, ultimately, I feel like his legacy is with the Dallas Cowboys. Could he? Could he? Could it solidify a Hall of Fame position for him? Do you think he could just jump in, like really, realistically, physically, with his back? He's not just a retired player. I mean, this is a guy that had major back issues, and that's one reason why he he hung him up. I believe, not just the fact that oh, you know, Dak took over this this role. I really believe that it's not it's not just a guy coming out of retirement. You know. Who's fully healthy? I think he's found his second, his next calling. In, oh, I bet in the really back. Do. I bet in the back of his mind, he thinks he could do it. Absolutely, he okay. could. Okay. But I think but he'll he'll make a smart. To, he wouldn't. If you're Howie Roseman, though, you call. Oh, sure. Why not? But at this point in the season, I just how, how quickly is going to help him? Right. He could be ready for the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. Make that change. You, you that got, would be a nice bow on one crazy season, though. You, I'll you tell you start, that. Seeing him on New Year's Day. You start the. <laughs> you start. I know. The, you start, that. you start Foles against the uh, against the Giants this weekend. You could get him ready in two weeks, couldn't you, Mickey? Have him ready for the Cowboys? Yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all are nuts. Craziness, craziness. Mickey, Nebby tweeted at you and said happy birthday, but he also had a question for you, and he said, is it fair to say Xavier Woods has played well in the slot our last two games? I think he's done a good job. I think he's, he's jumped in. I think all three of those guys have um, – you know, I don't know if their defense was the reason the Giants were throwing the ball underneath so much, but I think more and more those guys are they're they're coming along. And can I be a wet what? blanket guy? That's yeah, the future there. He's just not tackling very well. He really isn't. You know, and and I and I Maybe. worry I worry about that. I, the coverage aspect of it I think is outstanding. Now the tackling part of it, he 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 missed a couple yesterday. He should have had. So I mean that that worries me about him. Because I thought at Louisiana Tech he was a much better tackler than he is. He falls off a lot of tackles. <laughs> he did spin off a guy or two. Yeah. I, I'm just – Mickey, Mickey, you're right about the coverage stuff. I'm just trying to be the other side of it. I, I think he has played well. Nebby, I, I, I do. I agree with what Mickey is saying. But I, I worry about him. We've seen it from him. And maybe it's something that he can correct in 2018. Because yeah. we've seen him miss some tackles in the Green Bay game. You remember they bounced off a couple there. I mean, he hasn't been really overly consistent doing that. Mm-hmm. And, and if, you had, if you said, Brian, give me a concern of, about Xavier Woods. He's not a consistent tackler. That's, that's, that's the truth. I think that can improve. And I like the idea of letting Skandrick do one thing. When I don't disagree back. with you on that. Just let him play right corner. I wonder what the timetable is with Skandrick. Oh, know? I think. Here's the deal. He's got a. It's a good question because yeah, Tony. Mickey, missed, Mickey just wanted to say that. Mickey just wanted to say, let the young guys keep playing. Tony missed just one game. <laughs> I, I just with don't, the same injury, but it's a different yeah, position yeah. and requires yeah, more yeah. out of you than just playing quarterback. I think sure. that I think he's got to miss one more game. Okay. Just the way he was kind of walking around in the sure. locker room, it didn't look like a guy that was ready to spring out of bed and you know with go the, play playing corner. You got to use your hips. You got to twist. You got to change the direction. Mm, yeah. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He's a tough guy. Might be able to come back early. Yeah, and David Irving, I think we're expecting him to get back into the swing of things this week. Knock on wood. I know. was surprised he didn't make it through. Didn't make it. The concussion protocol. It's kind of a strange cat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just kind of don't know when you know he's when he's nicked up. You never kind of get a feeling. What? 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 What's what's wrong there? But hey, we'll see. Maybe this week. 
Man, you know, we did get home a little early last night, and it was it was funny to see Brandon Carr, poor guy, mm. just getting beat up all day from uh, Mr. Uh, Antonio Brown. Did you catch that, Mick? I was watching it. Oh, they were brutal. They kept going to him? Oh, all day. I think he got targeted. Well, somebody was getting targeted in Pittsburgh because they gave up a hell of a lot of points, too. Yeah. It was a wild game. That was surprising that Baltimore was able to score 38 points, to be honest with you. And it wasn't enough. Well, yeah. and another injury, they said without Shazier there, that made a huge difference on their defense. Well, that's that's one of those things where, you know, it's... Not supposed to, though, right? Yeah. One guy, step it up. Well, that's... Okay. i tell you what, there's some teams... There's some Birthday. teams... There's some teams in the AFC now that uh, without Shazier, that is a different defense without him there for mm. Pittsburgh. Yeah, they no don't have an it. easy test this weekend. They have this uh, Patriots. Yes. Is that a Thursday game? It's a Sunday game. Sunday game. Oh, okay. Sunday Fox. Oh, tonight's or the Patriots, CBS. right? Yeah, Patriots-Dolphins tonight. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah, the Cowboys go, of course, up to Oakland next week to face the Raiders who just lost to Kansas City at Kansas City. So. Last time in the black hole for you guys. You miss yeah. that place? I'll miss going on the field, for, you know, where the Go get your picture made by the black hole, Mickey. Where the, locker, cool. where yeah. the locker room is. Picture and you, made. And you come through in the middle there, and yeah. I saw rats running around. Oh, sure. Oh, good. Yeah. Sewage. I'm going to miss that. <laughs> hey, be sure to take your coat, Tay, because and the it's fine, an open-air press box. And the fine he area. He said the windows will be fine. It's I, not open-air. I think It'll it's be, in, the, in, the, in the baseball press box where we sit was open-air. It's going to be nice, though, right? It's going to be nice out there. I don't remember it being open air. I'm just saying take a jacket. Okay. Remember in the preseason, it was open air. We're in the baseball press box, that auxiliary press box. I thought they had air conditioning. No. No. <laughs> no. I have 64 on Sunday at Oakland. Sounds good. I'm going to miss the, 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 uh, the locker, not the locker room, the coaching <laughs> interview in that hallway. It's where in the weight room. You it's can't, the- you can't. Get any? Oh yeah, they moved it. It's to in the, the weight room. room. It's in the because A's before. It's in the A's the, weight when the room. The A's are there. Yeah, we did it in the hallway, and everybody was like, you know, just fend for yourself. Can't yeah. wait. Bring it on. Our photo area is literally the A's dugout. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the uh, the elevator that one year didn't work. Oh no, we had to walk up. I remember one time we had to try and get Monty from the locker room to the press box. We got lost. Me and a. It was one of the coaches, one of the, uh, Dave Berganzi. We were trying to get him to the – we couldn't find the elevator to get to the press box. Oh. Here's Monty trying to call the game. We couldn't get him to the press box. Well, I'm excited. I'm ready for it. <laughs> and I'm ready to get more into it this week. Starting tomorrow, we'll be back here. Same time, same place, same time. I like that idea of the picture. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Nick. Nick. Thank you, guys. Yeah. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!